Hi, greetings, fellow geeks, and welcome to another episode of the Geek Broadcast, a podcast where three bras discuss anything and everything geeky. I am one of your hosts, Lauren, and with me on this geeky journey are two of my closest friends. First up, Christina, what's going on? It's been a minute since you've been here. It's only been, I think, one week, but I could be very, very wrong. It could be multiple. I'm sorry. Life has gotten away from me. You should Life be has gotten away from me and there's not enough wine to make it last but hi guys that's fair that's very very fair and katie what's going on hi i'm here i don't have any wine though i'm jealous i just have water so yeah i'm i'm not drinking either katie so there we go (laughs) i do have two garden tomatoes right what you oh you have two tomatoes I have two tomatoes that I've saved from the two freezes we've had so far. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Texas had like a a freeze, right? Yeah. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Come to Chicago. No, thank you. (laughs) You want cold. I'll show you cold. But I also have a water in a slithering cup that I... It's a slithering glass. And this glass was purchased by the... um, the broad's own Lauren Romo. Yes, that's that was awesome. A... Are you a Slytherin? I also have I have all four houses, but oh, okay. I think I'm pretty it Slytherin a, a lot of the time. It came in a collection. That was my Chicago housewarming from Lauren. I love that. I'm I mean, I'm I a Slytherin. So. That was a good that was a good move. Solid move. Solid move on my part. I think that needs to be a whole episode of our Hogwarts houses because I float between two depending on the day when I take the quiz. Right, that yeah, down, same. We'll we'll put it in the notebook. Put it in the notebook that we really the don't elusive ever- notebook that everyone has heard <laughs> of, but got taken over by Marvel for all of 2021. So yeah, we'll have to circle back to the book maybe in 2022, if possible, if possible. All right, but we're going to have some fun today, kids. Uh, We're going to get into this episode. So this is what we're doing today. 2021, obviously, we are still in a semi-pandemic, semi-quarantine type of life. So we're going to talk about things that we watched in 2021 that we either have, like, finally watched or shows that started in 2021 that we jumped on. So either or can be either or for all three of us. We're going to give each, each of us are going to give you two shows that we, like I said, that we finally watched in 2021 or that started in 2021 and we are watching it. So I'm going to start with Katie. Katie, my friend, what is the first show that you watched in 2021 that you did, that you finally came around to it? What you got? My first show, thanks to someone here on this podcast uh, <laughs> sharing information with me, was Ted Lasso. Yes, I'm so excited. Believe. Hashtag believe. <laughs> can this whole thing just be us doing impressions of the shows we watched and see if people can guess what they were? Yeah, I mean that's not a bad idea. We'll just speak. I'll just speak in a horrible British accent, and <laughs> or a decent Ted Lasso accent. <laughs> oh, good old Ted! All right. So oh what, my okay, gosh! So Katie, what what made you jump on it? Like what what's going on? Tell us how how your journey of Ted Lasso 
started and sure. what's going on. Well, I mean, part of it was you. You were saying how great it was. And then I yes. saw yeah, I saw a bunch of um not a bunch, but a couple of other friends who are so outside of the geek space that were like, This is the best show. <laughs> and um so I've I, I took that into consideration and everyone was right. It's great. It gave me, you know, it <sighs> The premise is easy enough to follow. The characters are all lovable and wonderful. And it gave me the same like energy of Schitt's Creek in that it's an ensemble cast and everyone is wonderful and everyone is funny. And um, yeah, it was just it was it was lovely. It was really, really nice. That's a really actually interesting comparison that you did Ted Lasso and Schitt's Creek because it I I kind of agree with you. It's yeah. a show that grows on you. Like yes. when you first start, right? Like the first season's good, but it does take a couple episodes. Would you agree, Katie, to kind of yeah. get you into the flow? So like, was it like was there a specific episode in episode in season one that you're like, okay, I'm like I'm hooked, or like I really am liking this? Like, did it take you long to get into it? I think, I think honestly what did it, and this is spoilers if you haven't seen Ted Lasso, but he goes to London um, because he, his, his marriage is falling apart pretty much. And when that episode happened, I think it was season one, episode five, when his, when his son and his estranged wife came and visited and saw a game and like met the team, like did the whole thing. And at the end of that, he was, they, he was like, I, I'm okay. I'm okay with this ending. Like I'm, I'm okay with, with our marriage ending. And cause she wanted it and he didn't. And um, it was a whole thing. And that was just, it, it was incredibly personal for me. Like, um, and so that was, uh, I think that's what did it is once that moment of heart and I, and I realized like, okay, yes, he's a goofy guy. Yes. There's all of these characters and personalities in this show. And you have a very like love hate relationship with some of them at the beginning. But once that moment happened, it, that's was my like, oh, okay. This is, this is a emotional character growth all of the good things that that i like from my entertainment and uh and it's it's funny <laughs> you know it's really really funny it's there are so some, well written it's so yes, well written there are some great i mean just there's some characters that just come up with these one liners and there's characters who you know, everything that comes out of their mouth is funny, you know, and then Ted, of course, with all of his dad jokes and all of his just general corniness, you know, and, and how he's just, but he gets so endeared to these people who are trying to find every reason to hate him. And he is just positive and smiley and continues on, you know, and that, that is, that in itself is a really lovely message. And then just the, just the show, just the way that that it's done and the way you know all of like i said the characters evolve you know people who you start off hating you eventually love them and um yeah it's it's very shit's creek in that way it's a very there's lots of heart and there's lots of um just just good good vibes you know <laughs> you just feel no, good when is. you're watching it 
No, you do. You really do. Like the messages it has is really powerful. And just the overall, I think, just theme of the show is just, it's so good. Like it really is. It's a really, really great show. If you guys haven't watched it, it's it's worth the Apple Apple Plus or whatever it's on. It's good. Like it's that good, I think, for where people need to be watching this show. It's been nominated like a lot of awards, and I think it's won a lot of awards. I think it won last year in the Emmys. Yeah, or the I know, or something. Yeah, I know Jason has won an award for his performance as Ted. So it, it's an amazing show. I, I couldn't agree couldn't agree more. So before before I get to Christina's one, Katie, out of the show, let's say besides Ted, who's like your favorite, or what's an, who's a character that you really are enjoying their journey through the show? Gosh, it's it's ugh. it's a toss up between Keely and Rebecca. Yeah, it's a toss up between Keely and Rebecca. Yes. I, 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 I I'm too. leaning more. I'm leaning more Rebecca. Just because I I appreciate how her her arc has been really interesting, um, and Keely too. You know, she's she's like I, I won't spoil the whole a whole bunch, but I yeah I'm Le- Rebecca. It's got to be Rebecca. Rebecca is the the owner. Too. Yeah, she's the owner of the team, and she's inherit not inherited, but she she has the team. Um, from uh, her ex-husband she got it in the divorce and her ex-husband is giles from buffy <laughs> i can't remember the actor's name but i was like oh giles from buffy <laughs> and rebecca is from game of thrones she was the shame lady which still blows my shut mind. up yeah you didn't know that shut um, i didn't up, know that no. <laughs> Yeah, Rebecca is the one that does the shame bell in Game of Thrones. Holy shit. Where have we been? Oh my gosh. Mind's blown on a podcast, kids. Y'all, this is a live... My mind is melting out of my eyeballs. Oh my gosh. Look it up, dude. It's amazing. I I think I'm going to have to watch that episode of Game of Thrones now. And she's in, obviously, more than one, like... And she right. talked, there's an interview, I don't know, but I think it was because of Ted Lasso, and they were talking about Game of Thrones and, like, her experience of, like, doing the whole, like, at the end, I think of, what, season six, when Cersei has her and, like, drowns her in wine. Like, she talks about that scene and how, like, super difficult and super awkward it was. Read the article. I can't, I'll have to, I'll link it to you guys. It's really good. It's so, so good. But, yeah, shame. She was a shame lady. I can totally see it now, though. I'm pic- I'm I'm picturing both of their faces. That yeah, holy shit, <laughs> crazy, right? It's amazing. Yeah, she's such a good yes. actress too. She's amazing. she really is, Super good. and she's gorgeous yeah. and she's funny in her own way. And yeah, yeah, I love her and Keely are probably my two favorite. Besides, maybe Roy Kent. Roy Kent is probably my spiritual. Like, oh yeah. Animal. He's my favorite, like of yeah. all time. I love Roy. Roy, Roy can't. Is, he reminds me so much of my little brother. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Christina. Uh, before we get to your first show, real quick, Ted Lasso favorite character. Who do you got? Oh, other than Ted, I think Roy. I think it's Roy, but I go back and forth. But I think it's Roy. 
Right, because I, I, I think I'm enjoyed season two more than I enjoyed season one. I love season two. Season two was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where all the growth happened. Not all the growth, but that's where a lot of the growth happened was in season two, and it just. Yeah, it's it's really set itself up nicely for next season too. Are do we know if how many more seasons there's going to be? I've heard this is going to like three is it? That's what I've read. I don't know if that's true or not, but I've read. Okay, that's Jason and the guy that plays Beardo. Have like this is like their their idea was to do like three. Who okay. knows? I mean, if they're making money, they might do more. But right now, they I've may heard do more. Yeah. I heard three could be it. I love that, though. I love, like, stop a good thing before it goes off the rails, which I had to have um, off track for a second. Um, The parents just finished Game of Thrones. (laughs) Because in their motor home, they, everywhere they were going, they couldn't get good service on their satellite dish that they have for the motor home because where they were staying had, like, a ton of trees and they could not get a good signal. So my mom had been slowly watching Game of Thrones. And so my dad went out and bought all the DVDs. <laughs> so the Seatocks watched Game of Thrones. And last night they finished on um, Tuesday night. He texts us and with the words, what the fuck? And <laughs> um, my father was very upset that Cersei got such an easy death. He was quite upset about it. Um, he had quite, he said that they lost the characters the whole last season. Why'd they even bother doing the shit? Um, so George Seatak, who only watches Gunsmoke and other Westerns, now apparently is a Game of Thrones super nerd who can tell us all the people that Arya should have been allowed to kill and why did they not just let her go on a murderous rampage for the entire season, which she kind of does through the whole series anyways, but... He's he's mad that, and he he wants to know where the dragon went. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. So that much. was his big takeaways. <laughs> That's awesome. We need more George updates with like <laughs> series. George trying out new shows. Here we go. That's a whole bit. I think I'm writing it down. That's a whole bit. Let's he's a, he's still he's George still update. yeah George watching shows. He's still not sure about Lord of the Rings. Um, he does not get oh, happy when that gets turned on. Come on, George. Come on, George. He asks my mom if she needs some acid. <laughs> it's usually his question. That <laughs> sounds like George. Sounds like George. All right, Christina. What is the show in 2021 that you started or like you finally got to? What do you got? What's your first one? I'm going to be super cliche and super that girl. Um, and I'm going to say Bridgerton. Nice. But I hate Shonda Rhimes shows generally. Grey's Anatomy is the worst television show that has ever been put on the air. Yeah. You want to talk about like should have stopped a long time ago. Should have stopped. Like, like, honestly, I couldn't even finish the first season of Grey's Anatomy. It was terrible. Um but I also, but I loved Scandal until they went like, okay, stop, that's enough. Like the first couple of years, it was really good. And then it became like, why are you still doing this? Um, nobody took a lesson or will for Game of Thrones ever. Um, which is why I love that you said Ted Lasso three seasons. Cut it well, it's good, right? Let's not keep pushing this. But 
What I loved about Bridgerton is anything based off a book series, I'm automatically going to watch, even if I haven't read the books. I'm still going to do it. Still going to probably end up buying the books every time. And I know that they're not lined up. But Bridgerton, super sexy because, I mean, we've got the Duke, right? But we've got period drama, which is not something a lot of people normally watch, but it was suddenly hip and cool and all the, the style and all that was cool. And taking in modern music, we've got like Thank You Next and all these different songs and putting them to like an orchestra and putting them in into a show about a period drama was super cool the way that they did that. Um, and so it just was fun and it was it was light. Like it wasn't like super deep. I mean, there are parts that were intense, of course, but it was just well written. And, you know, they only did a short season. They only did eight episodes for a season. And and the cool thing about it is they really focused on developing key characters and then transition away from those characters for the new season that's going to come out and bring up to supporting characters and make them the main roles. And so I think that's really cool when you do that, when you've got this really big cast of a lot of really cool characters and you realize that over the seasons you're going to get the main character story of supporting characters each step of the way. And that's something that doesn't happen really enough. You end up having those same lead characters every season for 10 years, and then it gets annoying. Um, So that's really not what's going to happen here. And, you know, when it's about a family and it's very racially integrated too, which is super cool. Like there's no even real, no talk about it, just how it is. Um, which I think was really, really interesting as well. Um, yeah, it was cool. And the fashion was cool. And like all the, it was super like fancy and high society. And I don't know, I wasn't alive back then. So it's interesting. <laughs> so have you read the books prior to this? I haven't, but every time we walk by them at Meyer and Target, Meyer is our little Michigan grocery store, big Michigan grocery store. Um, Every time I'm like, I think I should buy those. I think I should buy those. And then I don't because I have an abundance of books that I have not yet read. So why am I going to do that to myself? I did that with Outlander and then I got stuck in one book and I can't finish it because it's too long and got boring. And I love the show Outlander. And I'm afraid if I do that with this, I will end up not liking the show as much because I'll be annoyed by the book. Will you read them maybe after they maybe end the series? Probably. Okay. All right. No, that's fair. Yeah, probably. Like I could probably buy a book per season, but I think from what I've read before is there's some overlap, but I'm not really sure if that's true. So we will see what I'll do there. So who's your, because I've never watched it. I'll be honest. I've never watched Bridgerton, Katie. I'll ask you, I'll ask you in a second if you watched it, but. I never watched it. I know a lot of people talk about it. So it's on my list of maybe 2022 uh, when we do this show next year. <laughs> we'll do a maybe that will be one that I watched. But who's like in this season? Who's your favorite character? Which storyline did you like? Like what what's what you got through, uh, for that stuff? 
So the the main storyline is of Daphne, right? So she's the oldest daughter of the family who needs to marry into, you know, another family. She's of age. So they have their debutante ball and all these things and they make their debuts and everything. And and so she's the one who is the who's selected by the queen as being the best of all. Um, but the story is, you know, her her brother is responsible for essentially marrying her off. But she falls in love with the one person he tells her not to. So her story is really cool. And and it's, I mean, the poor girl's naked half the series. Um, but it's it was like very interesting how her story and sitting back and watching like how she kind of overcomes all that. Um, but then you have Penelope, who turns out to be spoiler alert at the end of the season, actually, who is the most interesting character. And so you don't realize how much she's just like kind of the daughter that from another family that, you know, people kind of just turn away from, don't pay attention to, don't think she's pretty, think she's too chubby. Um, But she's actually the driving character behind the entire series. You just don't know it until the very, very end. You start to think it is potentially her, but you don't know it till the last episode. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely check this out. There's only been one season, right? There. There's only been one season. It's eight episodes. They're about an hour long. They're on Netflix, but it's like the music alone is a good enough reason to watch the show. All right, no, good to know. Good to know. Now, season two isn't that coming out like this year or something? I think it's coming out like soon, soon. Uh, set and to premiere March twenty fifth. Okay, so yeah, that's yeah, we're only a couple months away. All right, maybe maybe I will jump on the Bridgerton train and watch that show. Katie, uh before I do my first show, have you watched Bridgerton? Are you a Bridgerton fan? What's you got any thoughts on that show? I have not watched Bridgerton. Um Probably not really my thing. I'm in the same, not really into Shonda Rhimes camp, but maybe one day. I have a whole lot of stuff on my queue before. <laughs> before you do. Your queue list is ridiculous right now. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I just watched Breaking Bad like this year or last um, year. I haven't watched it yet, so... but that's on our that's on our list too for like next thing that we watch. The problem is we nice. can't quit watching Family Feud. I don't know what's wrong with us. <laughs> <laughs> like every night we get into battles on ga- watching Game Show Network in our house. So we should we probably the same that. thing. <laughs> we watch the Buzzer Channel, which is like well, the older ones, like Super Password yeah. from the 80s. Super all these sweep. stars that I have. Yes, Supermarket Sweep. I have no yes. idea who any of these stars are, but they sure are on Hollywood Squares and Match Game. <laughs> oh, no. When we're working, we'll have Game Show Network on, like on the TV, on mute. And then we'll be like, I need a couple minutes. And we'll turn the mute off and get into a battle really quick on a game show. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay, uh, so for me, uh, 2021, I finally, finally watched Daredevil on Netflix. And I don't know why it took me so long to watch this show, but hot damn, that show was amazing. Amazing. So it's, it's three seasons. Obviously, it got canceled, unfortunately, but with the obviously MCU now, and we know Charlie Cox and, and Vincent D'Onofrio are both re 
replaying or reprising their roles. Who knows? Maybe another season is in the works. But I'll tell you what, kids. This is probably one of the best uh, like superhero shows I think I've ever watched. Like it's amazing stuff. The the fighting sequence are really good. The characters themselves, I mean Charlie Cox as Daredevil, as Matt Murdock, Deborah Ann Wool as Karen Page, obviously Vincent D'Onofrio as the Kingpin, Alden Henson as Foggy, who I love because he was in the Mighty Ducks. I mean John uh John John Bernathal as the Punisher, Rosario Dawson is in the show. The cast is amazing. Like, it's amazing, amazing stuff. So, yeah, Daredevil, three seasons. I think my favorite season was the third season. That was amazing. Uh, it's just, it, it's it's good. Like, it's just, it's brutal enough to where, like, you want, like, that's where you kind of wanted Hawkeye to go almost. Like, I want that really underground stuff. Like, that's what I hope maybe Moon Knight can touch a little bit. Like, just, like, more brutal-ish type stuff. But, man, this was just... I, I I can't explain how good Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are in this show. Like, I understand completely now. Like, I understood because people always talked about it and how wonderful those two are. But watching the show, finally, I understand why people wanted those two back, specifically. Like, they're that good. I mean, obviously, we saw Vincent come back in Hawkeye. And he, you know, it's it's funny watching that and then watching him in the in the series, the Daredevil series. Obviously, he can't go that dark, but like you could tell that he can he's he's touching what he was doing in that show for sure when he was in Hawkeye. But just the brutality of it and just like the 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 storylines like Karen Page. I can loved her storyline. Like I, I want her. I, I want her character to come back. Honestly, I want Deborah Ann Wool to come back, and I want even Alden Henson to come back as Foggy. I think those two were fantastic. Like they were really good supporting like people for Matt Murdock. It's wonderful. Like I just again, I can't praise it enough. You have to if you guys haven't watched it yet, and you don't understand why people were really excited when Vincent came back in Hawkeye and why that Charlie Cox cameo in spider-man no way home was such a big deal for a lot of people you'll understand like it's just that that good and i'm so pissed that there's not another season to watch but that third season was it was good like just that final episode of matt and kingpin fighting like dear god that was amazing stuff like that was just awesome like crazy insane like that's what you kind of want from like a marvel underground show like that's that's what you want from it it was really good so i'll ask christina first have you watched the show christina okay so i watched season one like when it came out then i like didn't watch then i watched like most of season two but never got to season three so i actually started to rewatch a couple weeks ago but i thought we agreed that nothing marvel was going to be on this podcast no I mean, literally in the text said anything but Marvel. So you <laughs> fucked up the assignment. I'm going to say that it's technically Netflix. I'm going to say Netflix. And I know it's a Marvel property, but I'm going to go with, I don't give a shit. It's you fucked up the assignment. 
So now you're going to have to pull one out from your back pocket to make this count. Because, yes, it's amazing. Everyone should watch Daredevil, even if they don't like anything Marvel. And we talked that we want Marvel to get seedier and more underground and give us dirt, dirt, dirt. That's what we want. But, Lauren, you fucked up. Now you're going to have to pull out some random one. Yeah, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping Daredevil. I don't give a shit. You're going to have to go for a third. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is the rules. You establish them. I will share the messages. I have receipts. No, that's fine. I said non-Marvel, but I wanted to do Daredevil. I don't care. That's what I wanted to do. It's my show. It's our show. I'm running it, so I'm going to do what I want. (laughs) (laughs) Katie, what about you? Daredevil, have you watched it? Katie can't even breathe right now. I can't breathe. Yes, I watched it. I watched it uh, when it first came out. And I... (laughs) You know, I want to say that I haven't seen season three either, though, because it was Daredevil, Daredevil, and then Jessica Jones, and then it, they started getting out of order of stuff, and then I got busy with kids or something. So <laughs> I ha- I don't think I've seen season three yet either. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you say. I love the performances. I love, of course, the CD Marvel underbelly and... Yeah, I'm I'm ready for them to take that show and just pick up right where they left off, honestly. But Katie, do you agree that she needs to come up with the third show now? Man, I don't know, man. She <laughs> Look at that face. She's like, I will kill them both <laughs> remotely through their headphones. She organizes everything. <laughs> I don't it care. is technically not. It's it's Marvel, but it wasn't was it Marvel before like was it Sony Marvel? Was it Disney Marvel? No, it was Netflix. So I think they were a part of like, is it Agent of Shield, like type of like. Okay. So it was Marvel. It's I, I don't know. Marvel. No, it is Marvel. There's a ca- there's a caveat Marvel. though. I feel like there's a caveat because it's not fine, on Disney fine. Plus. Nothing on Disney Plus is allowed. Then that will Disney change Plus. it. I will go back through, <laughs> and I will alter our text so it says nothing Disney Plus. No, I'll have another one. I have Masters of the Universe, the animated show on Netflix. Oh, dude, I totally forgot about that one. Oh, that was a good one. That was good shit, you too. You have pissy over there when you had another one anyways. Because I wanted to talk about Daredevil, because I liked it a lot. And I finally watched it, and it was overdue. So there you go, kids. That was my extra Marvel show. But another one is Masters of the Universe. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's an animated show. Kevin Smith wrote I think wrote the whole thing. Uh, the first season is out on Netflix. The cast is really good. The storyline's really good. I highly recommend that animation. It's really like 80s. It has a nice 80s vibe, but kind of like also updated animation. It's really, really cool. I highly recommend that show on Netflix. They're like 25 minutes a piece, I think, for each episode. It's not long. You can binge it probably in an afternoon. Very, very, very good. If you're into animation, highly recommend it. Highly, highly recommend it. Have either of you watched that show, Masters of the Universe Revelations on Netflix? No, and I don't like animation, so I probably won't. Well, you're a hater. That's okay. Katie, what about you? Apparently. (laughs) I have, and it's very good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I was not ever really a he-man 
person. I wasn't even really a She-Ra person. Like I, I watched them, but I wasn't crazy about them. Um, yeah. And I really enjoyed it. I, I liked the spin that they gave the characters. I liked the depth that the characters were given to, I mean, for an animated show and Mark Hamill as Skeletor. Come on. I mean, how can you go wrong Come with Mark on. Hamill as Skeletor? You can't. Come on. All of the voice talent. Really. He does a really good but, job too. Oh, he does an amazing job. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Highly recommend that show. So that's my, how about one B uh, selection? Daredevil and Masters of the Universe. I'm satisfied so with that. I have Thank you. One. Okay. As long as you're satisfied, Christina, that's all I care about. All right, Katie, what is your second show that you want to talk about that you finally watched or it started in 21 and you're watching what do you got well this one also started in 21 and it is called only murders in the building it's on hulu it's steve martin martin short and selena gomez and it's wonderful (laughs) steve martin um wrote it also was one of the writers on it and he generally is just a really great writer anyway so uh the, the, i love the way that they took you know these two older characters and merged them with selena gomez and the world of now like it uh it, I, it's a really good show so the premise is they um there's a murder they all live in the same um high-rise fancy high-rise building in new york city uh steve martin's a washed up actor martin short is a broke as a joke broadway former broadway producer who has done flop after flop after flop and uh selena gomez is just there she she's living it's revealed later that she's living in her aunt's apartment she's kind of sort of not really squatting um but that's that's why she's there and anyway there there's a murder in their building and they uh all three discover that they are big murder podcast fans and they're all listening to the same podcast and then when they discover that there's been a murder in their building martin short's character is like let's start a podcast we're gonna solve this murder and it's like he's so earnest and genuine about it but also at the same time like i'm gonna spend all this money that i do not have on all of this equipment for the podcast it's very relatable <laughs> he um, super relatable. it's yes and so they get and so steve martin of course is like i don't know man uh, you know he plays that like steve martin character that he always plays that's just like grouchy and, and goofy and so he um of course, he's doing all the voice work for it. Selena Gomez is is running around helping, solving solving stuff and being sneaky and everybody's being sneaky. And they all that, – that's a big part of the show. Yes, it's goofy, um, but, but there are stakes. And a big part of the show is all three of them have secrets that they're keeping. And uh, it, it gets – it gets real. <laughs> it gets really, really, really good. And there's, um, the, it ends on a big cliffhanger too. So I won't, I won't give anything away, but, uh, ends on a cliffhanger. Selena Gomez is not really who she says she is. There's, uh, there's a lot going on, you know, behind the scenes in these characters lives that they're not sharing with each other. So that it's really fun to watch them grow together that way. And then, uh, 
also just solving solving the mystery you know solving the murder uh it's really really fun nathan lane is also in it um as a supporting character and he uh he and martin short have a relationship um they he basically has financed all of his flops and he of course goes to him for money for the podcast <laughs> and, um and so it he's got a great part in it uh the the supporting characters everyone is is just really fun to watch so yeah that's my pitch on only murders in the building if you like murder mystery podcasts it's uh it's got a lot of that fun spirit in it too so i've heard really good things i haven't watched it yet i know that everybody says martin short is hilarious in the show steve martin is hilarious in the show and then a lot of people are saying that um what's her face is really good in the show like really she's so good. good yeah she i mean she's like she's the young hip and happening one but she's very like grounding and center for these two guys who are like all over the place and you know it it's very interesting the way that their um dynamic kind of plays out uh and there's so many jokes of just like oh don't call her you should text her they don't like they don't like it when you call them you know <laughs> just the the generational gap and the you know there's there's some silly silly things like that but yeah she she definitely plays the straight man to both of them yeah i mean and to put those three together like selena martin short steve martin i would have never thought that that would be something that would work but it does apparently because a lot of people are liking the show so yeah, that's on my watch list as well. Christina, have you watched the show at all? I haven't, but it's on my list. But here's the problem. I can't get into my Hulu account. I don't know what I did. <laughs> so I'm going to have to forget your password or something. I think I locked it out. I tried the other day on the TV again and I still can't get in it. So I don't know what the hell I did, but I'm going to have to like, I tried, I was watching, what was I watching? Something that was on Hulu in 2021 so like last early last year and then i had like locked myself out of it and then i've tried a couple times and i need to go in and reset it okay this is what i gotta do but there's so many other things that when i get irritated because on my bedroom tv right now netflix isn't working but it's working on the living room tv so now i have to pick and choose where i'm watching certain shows and i don't know what's happening (laughs) nice There's some other really good shows I know on Hulu too. So I know Hulu's trying to, because isn't that, is it the Pamela Anderson and Tommy something show? Is that going to be on Hulu? Yeah, or the, the Pam and Tommy show is coming on that with Sebastian Stan, our friend. Our favorite. Um, our fave. And then, uh, yeah, there, there's some good stuff on Hulu. I mean, that's where um, Handmaid's Tale is, which I have not watched. But uh, that's what I was watching, and then I did uh, something to the Apple TV, and I messed up my Hulu. I don't know. Hmm. Better get that okay. shit worked out, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, it's apparent that I am a train wreck. <laughs> I mean, true. This is very, very true as well. All right, Christina, what is your next show for you? So I almost went with another Apple production that I didn't watch until 21. I almost went with The Morning Show because I did love it. But, and I still love it. I'm still watching it because I think it's actually like a super cool way to bring current events into a drama. But I'm going to go super out of left field 
because if you know my 2021, it was hectic. It was, I spent more time in the car and on airplanes than anything else. And I needed something that was, I didn't have to think about, that was super light, that was made, would make me laugh. And of course, you know, a lot of times that would be Schitt's Creek replays when I would need that. But I remembered, I was scrolling through Netflix one day, and I remembered that a couple of my friends had always talked about Jane the Virgin and said it was like light and funny and fun to watch. And so, by the way, I've realized that this show ended in 2019. I get that. I had never watched it. And so one day I was sitting there and I was in a hotel room and I was like, what do I want to watch? So I just saw it and I put it on. I will tell you, I was in a hotel in Chicago before I moved here. I was there for four days. Two of the days I was working from a hotel room. So it's boring as hell when you're looking at the side of a freeway working from a hotel room. And I just had it on throughout the day and I got through like the whole first season in like a day and a half sitting there and I got absorbed in it and it's like so super silly and like but they do have really good like storylines in there too because it's a lot of satire and it's making fun of telenovelas but it kind of is its own telenovela all at the same time um but it also goes through and has like really good storylines, things about like immigration and, and different things happen through there that are really interesting and health concerns. And it's all about self-discovery and growing and, and all this stuff. So it, yeah, there's a lot of like, it's light and fun. And, but then there's like a lot of things like, Oh, this murder and this little thing. And it's, it's just like that telenovela. It's got a narrator and everything, but it was enjoyable to watch. And it was one of those shows that you could turn on and completely disconnect sitting on the couch for a couple hours where you weren't having to pay attention, you know, and you kind of just need to zone out and not really lose what you're doing. And, but you would laugh or all of a sudden you'd get super absorbed in it. And you're like, why did I just watch this show where Netflix is asking me if I'm still watching? Like that happened to me a couple times, which is rare. So I actually loved it. And yeah, it ended in 2019, and I, but I didn't start it until 2021 when my life was just a total zoo and I needed something like that to ground me. I like it. I've heard a lot about I've I haven't watched it, but I've heard a lot of people talk about it and how much they enjoy it. It's really funny. Characters are great. Story, like you're saying, storyline is really great. So I, that's on, again, as, as anything, it's on my list. What? It's on what? Who? It's or on no? Netflix. And it's funny on because Netflix. when I was talking, when I was thinking like, do I want to go like, ooh, dark and like morning show and talk about stuff like that? And I was like, no. I, I was going through my Netflix like, what did you watch? And I saw that on there. I've actually had it on playing in the apartment like most of the day today again. And it's one of those you can just kind of like, Shit's Creek, we did that. I mean, how many times have you seen every episode of Shit's Creek? 20 minimum same with the office right so it's like one of those shows where you'll turn it on it's good background noise you'll catch it at different parts I, there are parts that i saw today that i don't remember seeing the first time um because i don't think i was fully paying attention but you don't get lost in the story like it's not like if i miss 20 minutes of one 30 minute episode i'm gonna lose the whole series like some of the series we watch are like there's some we watch if you don't watch it and pay attention you're gonna be out of you're gonna miss something this is not one of those 
This is walk away, do your thing, have it playing in the background. No, I and I do like that those type of shows too. That that's I'll have to watch it. I know it's on my list now. I'll put it on my list. Katie, is that something you've watched before, Jane the Virgin? Are you familiar with the show? No, but I got the same feedback from people that I know that said it's a good show, it's a cute show, you should watch it. So yeah, it'll be it'll be in the queue eventually. <laughs> eventually as katie how many seasons is it i think it was five seasons and 20 up average 20 episodes because they did 100 episodes okay not super long no it's like it's a half hour isn't it i think it's a half hour yeah so it goes really really quick it was Um, on cw I, maybe no. that seems accurate. I, I broadcast. Let me click on this. It was, it was it on was the CW. On yeah, it was on okay, the CW. On CW. No. no, I heard All good right. things about it when it was on too. So um, yeah, I just it actually won awards and stuff, which is yeah not common for a thirty-minute CW, CW show. <laughs> and isn't it isn't it like a Latino kind of base? Yeah, that's what like the whole right? thing is. Yeah, they're Venezuelan American and living in Miami, so you have all, like, the Miami influence into it, too, so it's pretty cool. All right, I'll definitely have to... Uh, that's, on my, that's on my list to watch, for sure. For sure. All right, my last show is something that actually did come out in 2021, and it was Law & Order Organized Crime. Okay, this is why I picked up the show, because A... What? The Return of Elliot Who Stapler. are you? Elliot Stabler, kids. I know. All I, but, I mean, that's why I would watch Elliot it too. But... That's all I have to say. And I was hooked once I heard he was coming back. I mean, can we talk about Christopher Millennial and like how he, he like fine wine, kids, fine wine. That guy does not age. He's perfection. Let's just talk about it real quick. But the show is <laughs> actually really good. So obviously, if you watch... <laughs> If you want, <laughs> what? Hold on, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and tell us what his name is one more time. Definitely not. <laughs> so, if you watch Law and Order SVU, you know that character was in that show for a very long time, and then he left. So, this show brings him back. They kind of tell you what happened to him, why he left. And so far, what you've learned in the show is that this character played by Dylan McDermott kills his wife, or so he thinks. So his character, Christopher's character, goes undercover at, for like the Armenian like organized crime. And then he kind of like gets into that whole situation, finds out that Dylan McDermott's character is involved, all this stuff is happening. It's really, really good. They have crossover events with SVU still. So Olivia Benson shows up in the show quite often. And you see a lot of his family that you've seen in SVU as well. Like his kids are involved in this show a lot. So it's kind of cool because you follow that character a little bit deeper. So it's a really good show too. I mean, they won up like, all what was it? A few episodes the first few episodes were about how Dylan McDermott's character like was stealing uh, vaccinations and like selling them. So like it was kind of pulled from the headlines type stuff very much like law and order does. 
So really good show. Really, really fascinating so far. I think there's only a f- like a few episodes out so far, like maybe seven or eight, I think. So they're about 45 minutes. Uh, it's on Peacock if you don't have cable. You can watch them on there. Really, really good stuff. Highly recommend this show. Have either of you watched the show, Katie? No, I, you know, I really was very interested in it um, because I love SVU and I've watched like all of SVU. I stopped watching it about a year ago. It just started getting like too much for me. Um, But I love the Stabler Benson dynamic. And when I heard that there was going to be crossover, I was like, hmm, maybe I should watch this. But um, yeah, I love Christopher Millennial too. (laughs) Don't be a dick, Katie. Don't be a dick. Lauren, Lauren, I'm, I'm here to protect you, but it would not be an episode with the geek broads if Lauren didn't fuck up somebody's name. That's your calling card. It's important. It's important to have an identity and yours is you're going to fuck up somebody's name. And I love it. I'm going to say I have no clue what's happening. Be very confused. Katie's not going to have watched any of the shows, but she's going to have the 70 page list and you're going to fuck up a name. It's just what we do. It's our identities. So I appreciate that. I have not watched it. I loved SVU. Um, so I don't know why I didn't watch it. I don't have Peacock, but I'm wondering with my cable, because I still have cable because it comes with my rent. Um, if that's something I can on demand on cable or if it goes just to Peacock now. No, it'd be on demand for sure. I bet. Okay. Well then I'm going to have to check that out while I'm here alone this week. So, which is probably not a good idea because I can't watch things when I'm by myself, anything like that's why I watch things like Jane the Virgin, um, because I can sleep after that. So no, but I love that. I watched, I think like Katie, I knew I watched like all the SVU forever. And then I just, you know, other things started coming up and it felt like storylines starting to get repetitive or just like super unrealistic or just needs parental warnings every five seconds and like they got to the point where I don't want to think that stuff like that happens in the world um but that's just me not being naive because I'm aware that the world is a nasty place but choosing to take that out of my thought path um yeah SVU was that kind of hard-hitting one for sure this one isn't as like I mean obviously it's organized crime is obviously is a thing but like it's just not that one where maybe it's not you don't connect to it as much with like SVU. I know that's just me, but it's highly recommend though. Yeah, well, SVU, you can find that SVU got to the point though. Like I'm sure Katie is the mother of young daughters. Didn't really want to watch certain episodes. That's ninety percent of why I stopped watching it. Yeah, because the any kid episode, I was like, yeah, blah, yeah, mm-hmm. done, can't do it. No, that's a good point. And it did. Like, SVU was a very, a lot of episodes were very kind of, I mean, I, like you're saying, Christina, if, if you have kids like Katie, like, that's got to be, got to be a tough watch. That has to be a tough watch. SVU is one of those, like, it's a tough watch if it's, if it's hard, if it has that storyline of, like, especially younger kids. Like, it's, 
it can be that tough. But this show is definitely more interesting because it's more like underground. Like it's more of the, like the the organized crime stuff and who's running like who's running the cities and all the different like gangs or whatever. So it's really cool. It's a very, very good show. Highly recommend it. And yeah, I mean, I, if you can watch it on Peacock or if you have cable and you can watch it on demand, highly recommend. Like I said, they're about like 40 minutes. So it, they're long, but it's good. It's a good show. Really good show. Really liking the storyline, especially with his family. There's a lot of good family stuff with within this show right now. And then again, the crossovers with Olivia are amazing. Like, of course, that's his, that's why I always loved SVU was for Benson Stapler. Like that, those two made the show. So like when he left for me, like I was like, I mean, it's not like I didn't like Ben, like Olivia's character, but like I liked the two together. So like now that they're kind of back together in some episodes and stuff, it's good. It's really, really good. Uh, any final, Katie, any like honorable mentions you got or anything like that? Yeah, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Breaking Bad, I finally got to watch while <laughs> after recovering from surgery. Um, so I was on drugs. So why not watch a show about drugs? Makes sense. Was, that makes sense. Yeah, it was good. It, it took us a long time to get through it, but um, but it was a long. I mean, it was a long show, but really, really good. I'm sad that I didn't see it the first time through because a lot of stuff was spoiled for me. But just by being on the internet. <laughs> but that's my own dang fault so did you watch El, did you watch el camino too did you watch the yes yeah and i remember like at the at the time when they said oh they're doing a breaking bad movie it's going straight to netflix i was like why you know and this is me like not having seen the show having no frame of reference but that was so needed <laughs> like you needed that closure for jesse like he was just as much of a character as Walt was, you know, I mean, just as much of a main. Person, I think more you know I mean? too, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. yeah, it was very needed. Um, yeah, that's my only honorable mention. Um, I can't. Everything else that I can think of is on Disney Plus, <laughs> and we're banned from talking about that. <laughs> yes, we are. Christina, any honorable mentions that you got? Again, the morning show. Haven't watched it. Watch it. Super good. Steve Carell. Super great. Um, a lot happens in as seasons go on. Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, like such a good cast of like really good people. Um, especially if you liked, not liked, I guess that's not the right word, but if you found interest in all the things that were happening with different news anchors and different TV stations and watching like the fall of Fox News and all these other channels that things happened, like that really tied it in pretty well. Um, but I will say if you are not watching some of the sleeper documentaries and things that are on Netflix, watch them. So like go under, what is the tab on Netflix that it's like, um, I don't remember what they call it. Like true crime might even be what it's called, but there is a lot of different documentaries that are right there on Netflix that are phenomenal that we've been watching. Um, there was a BTK documentary that was really, really good. Um, I think it was four episodes. Super good. It like you sit back and you're because it's like there's some serial killer documentaries and stuff on there where they actually talk to the serial killer. 
super strong. Um, there is so Netflix has this like hidden section that was not really aware was there, and they're all like super good, really well done documentaries. So sometimes, yeah, we want the fun stuff or we want the fiction, but sometimes I do want that real life, you know, and I find interest in it. And I even love on Netflix, um, some of the like chef's table, like I can sit and watch episodes of chef's table. I'm like super into cooking and stuff, but, and it explains like how and why these, you know, Michelin starred chefs are the way they are and how they began and, and all these things. But yeah, there's a whole side of Netflix that isn't just like movies that we've all known and loved or things like that, that has all these really great documentaries and yeah, watch it. Just kind of go through there. You will find something that interests you. And all of a sudden you'll be four episodes into something about BTK. I, it's actually a really good call because I remember, I think it was late last year or early last year, I found this documentary on Netflix, too, about this guy that was investigating the whole Son of Sam thing. Yes, yes. And I have a boyfriend Ooh, that does that not like good. the same things I do. So, like, we don't watch a lot of the same shows. So, we are trying to find things that we'll both watch a lot. So... Like, I watch Marvel. He's never seen anything Marvel in his life. He will not watch Harry Potter with me. He refuses. And I think it's just to be facetious. But at the same time, we can watch those. And we'll just sit there, like, totally absorbed. We've we gotten into watching old Dateline episodes recently. Like, yes. we, we love watching yes. them. Dateline. So as they're on, like, they'll be on. We'll turn on cable. We never, you know, for the first long time we were together and never even watched TV. We would always go out and do something else. And we really started watching TV recently and found that that's what we like to watch together. I mean, that could be worse for sure. <laughs> 100%. Well, cause I won't watch those when I'm by myself either. So it kind of helps. That's fair. But yeah, I watched that. There's a documentary on the guy that investigated like the whole son of Sam stuff. Really fascinating. I think there was like four or five episodes it just goes deep into like what yeah he those was Netflix uncovering. ones are like four episodes yeah yep like four good. episodes on Netflix they're good they're like an hour maybe even less hour plus sometimes yeah yeah sometimes a little super longer good. depending on the one yeah so super good yeah okay I totally agree there are some really good hidden gems within Netflix uh, like the documentary series and all that stuff so all right that's it that's the show i'm glad you guys all hung out with us and listened to me fuck up names as i usually do christina let the good people know where they can follow you on twitter and instagram at a beautiful quest excellent katie let the good people know where they can follow you you can follow me on twitter and twitch at penguin katie katie with a y Excellent. And you guys can follow me, Lauren, at Lobro Nose on Twitter. You can follow the Geek Broadcast at the Geek Broadspod on Twitter as well. We're on Apple Pod, Google Play, all the big platforms. So go rate, review us, do all the good things. And we will see you guys next week. Until then, stay geeky, everybody. Bye. Ah!